Hey, what's up guys? It's the Meds Guy and welcome to the MedsCast. This is kind of an offshoot of my YouTube channel. Um I didn't really want to put a whole lot of like a uh, lot like uh like essay type just talking about stuff videos on my YouTube channel. I've tried it before, I think, and it just doesn't really work out for me. So I figured why not have podcast type stuff in a podcast? So uh, that is why this was created. If you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, it is all caps meds guy, uh, like the first name of the cast, uh, and then replace cast with guy all caps. Um, you can watch my uh, my YouTube channel there and get a better idea of my personality and who uh, I am as a person. Uh, but. Just as a quick run-through for the podcast listeners who don't want to go to my YouTube channel, um, aside from, you know, commenting purposes for this, um, I, I'm, I'm a pretty chill person most of the time. There's, every now and again I get, like, you know, a little gamer rage or get some, get a nice fun gamer moment going on. But for the most part, I'm fairly chill. Uh, I just like to just ramble and talk about whatever forever. And my all like all of my like most recent YouTube videos are that, and will probably continue to be that. Uh, but just in a more entertaining fashion. I figured for a podcast though, I wouldn't have to be so entertaining, and it would be better on me. Um, my vocals could use a rest from time to time. Uh, now then, let us begin with uh, what I want to talk about in this episode specifically, uh, which is a very small basic thing. I just want to give you my top three of uh, everything that I'm going to be talking about on the channel. So that's video games, movies, um, anime, live action TV, and music. And occasionally art, but it'll probably just be like you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing some, like, if you guys have art recommendations, whether it be, like, fan art of TV shows or anime or movies or video games, or, or if it's, like, legit art. I would also not mind seeing legit art and talking about them. Uh, you guys can also leave uh, comments. I have a YouTube video on my channel called the, uh, something, it has podcast in the name. It's, like, the most recent video right now. Um, or the meds cast, it, it has something along those lines there, and you can comment on that video, since I don't believe Spotify has a comment section right now, so you can comment on that video and let me know about things you'd like to hear about on the podcast and stuff like that, um... Uh, you can tell me about art, music recommendations, uh, video games you'd like to see me play either on the channel or to hear me talk about on the podcast. Whatever it may be, you can leave your p comments on that video and then I can uh, come back to the uh, podcast and check those out. Now then, uh, as I said, today I'm just going to talk about my top three. It's really hard for me because I don't really rank a lot of stuff. Like, I don't really have a ranking system. I either like a game or I don't like a game. And there's no real specific position. But typically, if somebody asks for my top three, I can give you a proper top three um, from from everything. And I, and I thought it would be kind of weak sauce because I'm mostly a gamer. And I thought it would be kind of weak sauce for me to give a top three 
video games without um, going through different generations. Because if I don't go through different generations, then you're going to get, like, top three, like, super nostalgic games. Because I'm, I'm more of a nostalgic type of person. I mean, sure, there's, like, more recent video games on my channel as well. But for the most part, it's, like, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario 64, Sonic Adventure 2 have been, like, the main things. Uh, SpongeBob, uh... Battle for Bikini Bottom, stuff like that. So, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, in terms of video games, I'm going to give you my top three from each game console that I've ever owned. Um, if, if I have three out of those, if I don't have three, then I'll just give you whatever I have from those game consoles. <clears throat> and then... Um, Everything else will probably just be a regular top three. There's not really any, like, defining area of movies that I really care. Like, I just have a few movies that I really like. In terms of anime, sure, I could, like, split it up into different genres and stuff. But I don't really care about anime enough to genre them out. So you get a top three movies, top three anime, top three live-action TV shows. If I can even think of three that I really like all that much. Um... And so on and so forth. Uh, Music-wise, I may not even do a top three. I may just give you a list of recommendations from my most... Because I really... I couldn't give you a top three songs. They would all be Crush 40. Uh, <laughs> if I if I did. Um, so what I would have to do is actually... I would, I'm probably just going to give you a, a recommendation of just a, like my top ten most recently downloaded songs on my phone. <laughs> Uh, for you to listen to, and they're probably nothing new for uh, some of you, maybe not the same for some of you as well. Uh, so I will start with the easier categories first, and then save the longer categories for last. So we're going to start with TV shows, like live-action TV shows, um, because I, I will split live-action TV shows and anime. I probably won't split movies between, because I, I haven't seen a whole lot of anime movies, but I will split the live-action TV show and actual anime series into two separate. So in terms of live-action like TV shows, um, my number one favorite... Ah, oh man, if we account for all the ones I've seen... I gotta say... Gosh, well now I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about now, uh, you know, I was just thinking about the ones we own down in, like, down in the theater room, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, there's other ones, like, on TV that I've seen before. <laughs> um, gosh, what was, there was one, I can't remember, oh man, uh, it was either Drake and Josh or iCarly, like, I couldn't wait, oh, you know what? Oh, uh, Zoe 101. That's my number one favorite TV show of all time, live action wise. Uh, I really enjoyed the basic teen drama, but it was always entertaining, and I always I was always excited for like the next episode and everything going on in those. Very fun uh, shows. I, re I, I like I was waiting like sitting there waiting for the next episode to come out whenever I saw like the preview I was really invested in the story I couldn't tell you a lick about it anymore but I remember back in the day and I feel like if I went back and like binge watched it I would enjoy it just as much 
compared to some of the other stuff I've seen. Um, I see. I really enjoyed Heroes. I think that would be a good number two. Heroes was a really good number two spot. The original four seasons. Um, I haven't actually seen the new one, but I really enjoyed the uh, Heroes series. And then I suppose a good number three uh, would be Super... No, Flash. I was going to say Supernatural, but I only got like two or three seasons into Supernatural, and I thought all of the stuff that happened two or three seasons in happened like seven seasons in or something. And I was like, man, man, this show gets boring real fast. <laughs> I'm sorry for any Supernatural fans, but they just got so boring so fast. Like as soon as they stopped doing the like episode of the week nature and started doing like proper storylines all the way through, I was like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Which is weird, because I would say the opposite of JoJo, where... Actually, no, I, I, that's the same thing. I enjoyed part one of JoJo, I enjoyed part two of JoJo, I didn't like part three, I enjoyed part four, uh, specifically for part two, but uh, part four had some on-running stuff, just, just one on-running plot line, really, but... Part part four was uh, pretty continuous, like a, a continuously updating story compared to the episode of the week stuff in part three. And then part five went back to the episode of the week stuff, but there was extra stuff going on within it that allowed me to enjoy it. So, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. And then I haven't seen part six yet. Um... So yeah, Supernatural was just like that for me. It just stopped being episode of the week and started focusing on that long-running story. So yeah, actually, it is the opposite. JoJo's, I really enjoyed it when they switched back to the, the going-on-running story. But I guess that's because it was so interesting. Supernatural's story stopped being interesting after the demon they were hunting got what it wanted. And then they were just kind of hunting it for Revenge Part 2. And I was like, oh, well, it's not as good anymore because the bad guy's already got what he wants. Now, the good guys have nothing to show for it. Um, so, Supernatural, I never really could get into it. Um, may, may try and do, like, reactions to it or something. I have a Patreon. Um, I, it's not fully set up yet, and I don't know exactly how I'm going to roll with it. But the idea is I'd like to give all of the money that is given to me on Patreon to charity. Um, I may not even bother with the Patreon. I may, I may just delete or, like, cancel my account on Patreon. And I may just, like, put the link to the, the charity or whatever in the... I know what it is. It's a church in Haiti. Um... That, that's like a partner church to the church I go to. Um, they they dug out a well down there and uh, built a school in the church. And so basically what, what uh, the, uh, the donations goes to is uh, providing food uh, and keeping the school running and keeping the well running and stuff like that. Uh, the money goes to doing that so kids in Haiti can get education and stuff, which is super cool. Uh, so I, I want to either either have a Patreon set up and give you guys some incentive, because I can 
have uh, like I could do reaction videos to different stuff and you could have me react to Supernatural and I could have it on the screen and all that and it wouldn't be a big issue or I could do um or I could just put the link you guys let me know in the YouTube video do you want me to just put the link to the charity straight into the comment section or do you want me to uh just have a Patreon link, and you guys get something out of it, too, if you don't really care about, like, religious stuff. Because, I mean, it's not about the religious stuff. It's about the 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 education and the that kind of stuff. But it's coming from a church, out of a church. So if you're not interested in that, then I could have a Patreon, and you could at least get something out of it in, in that regard. Um... And I only say that because I do, I've met people who are like that, who wouldn't give to a charity if it was run by a church just because it's a church. So, I, I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. Um, but, you know, you, you guys let me know before I go about finishing up the whole Patreon setup and then never actually share it with anyone. Um, let's see, after that... I guess that's that's my top three favorite, so to speak, TV shows. Really, Zoe 101 is the only one I actually care about. Heroes, as I said, was really good. Um, and then Supernatural was... Or uh, Flash. My bad. Flash. I, I watched most of Flash. I won't say I finished Flash. Um, it gets harder to watch as you go along. But I really enjoyed it up until like season six or something like that whatever the, like, the, the guy with the weird knife, like, the lightning bolt knife or whatever, and then his, like, niece or something from the future kills him with it, and then she becomes him, and it was something weird. I skipped through a lot of that just to get to the end and then to see what happened next, but I watched everything up to that point. Um, so yeah, Flash was really nice. Um... Moving on from that, we will now do anime series. Um, once again, my top three favorite anime series. Uh, Bleach is my number one. Uh, the storytelling is amazing. The art is amazing. The music is amazing. The fights are always fantastic. Um, the character development is really good. Uh, it, it's, it's a chonker of a series, and it's got a lot of filler stuff, but... You know, once you realize you're in the filler section, you just kind of skip it. Or you watch it. Some of the filler's really good. Or even all of the filler is really good if you're, uh, like, a in, in invested fan in the series. You can certainly enjoy all of the filler. I was more interested in the ongoing plot, so I skipped it originally and then went back and watched it afterwards. Um, and overall, it was just, like, really good stuff. Like, I didn't even realize I was in filler for a little while. Um, after, like, season three, I think, after they saved Rukia and got out of the Soul Society and were back in the normal world, they did really good of making the Bountart arc fit in with everything else, so I, I thought that was crazy, that it was filler. I was like, oh, this is filler? This, like, I, I just thought it was, like, a weird kind of slowdown, uh, or, or something different, and then I realized it was filler, and I was like, oh... 
I'm going to skip this so I can keep going through the main story. Um, and then when I finished the main story, as I said, I went back and watched the rest of the stuff. Um, and it was just really good. Just really good content. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul is my second favorite anime series. Yes, I am currently reading the manga because I want to prove every manga fan wrong. And maybe you'll use the excuse that uh, watching the anime first has tainted my, you know, point of view. But I'll tell you this much, if the manga itself doesn't manage to change my point of view from what I think of the anime, uh, then, then obviously... I just think the manga is really good too, and and think the anime is good in its own way. I just there's a lot of stuff like I I, I want to have like an episode dedicated to talking about uh, when I finish the Tokyo Ghoul manga. I want to have an episode dedicated to talking about why all the complaints about Tokyo Ghoul are wrong. I know there is some some complaints about animation, but most of the time the animation is really good. Like. I think everybody focuses on the bad animation, but it's rarely there in the in the the seasons. There were some that I noticed where I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of bad," but for the most part, it was like really, really good. And then, of course, season three kind of catches you off guard and it's really confusing. But where I'm at in the manga right now, it's kind of going the same way, and I'm still fairly confused, and they haven't explained anything. But I'm gonna keep reading. So, uh, don't spoil anything or, you know, bother telling me to keep reading, because I'm going to keep reading. And I will let you guys know when I'm done, because I will put out a podcast episode about, uh, comparing the anime to the, uh, manga when I get there. Um, as far as that's concerned, yeah, Tokyo Ghoul, once again, it's just got the same, it's just a very story-driven, like, character-driven plot. I really like it. It's just, it's just really nice. It lands its elements properly. I always get goosebumps. I have a few reactions on my YouTube channel. You can check those out. Uh, I think I have an episode on my YouTube channel, and I have an episode or two on uh, my Podbean podcast, which I'm not going to be uploading onto anymore. But if you have the Podbean app, feel free to look up MedsCast on there. And... Um, you can, I, I have like a high school musical rant, and then, uh, like two Tokyo Ghoul reactions. Uh, just audio, of course, just like this. Uh, so, yeah, as far as all that's concerned, um, yeah, Tokyo Ghoul's just really nice. I just really like Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, and then my third favorite, uh, probably, uh, no, 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 uh, gosh, man, I don't know, probably Death Note, like, um, I was thinking about, like, Dragon Ball Z, Attack on Titan's really good, um, and then I was thinking about some of, the, like, uh, Kokoro Connect, or, um, uh, gosh, what's it called, uh, Okami-san and her Seven Companions or something like that, those are all really good, um, but I, I don't, I don't want to put, like, uh, you know, Love Chinibyo and Other Delusions, things of the, that nature, they all, like, end very suddenly and they have short episodes and, like, they make me feel happy 
and they're like interesting to watch through but then you get done and you're like okay um i guess i'm done <laughs> uh and then you just feel bad because the show's over and it was you, you only watched it for like two days because back then i was like when i was super into just watching anime i would get a new anime and if it was 12 episodes i'd watch it in a day so if it was one season it'd be done in a day and i'd be like oh i'm out of this anime i guess i'll move on to the next one i finished darling in the franks in like two days and i was like man that was pretty good <laughs> but like uh you know dragon ball z really nice i uh, you know it's the one that got me into anime the fighting games were what got me into watching Bleach, which then, because I, obviously Bleach isn't Dragon Ball Z, but Bleach was just one that I remembered when I was a little kid watching, like, Adult Swim, and then it would go over into Toonami, and I'd be like, ooh, this show looks great, so I ended up watching Bleach when I started getting into Dragon Ball games, and then that led to me to eventually buying and watching all of Dragon Ball Z uh, I even bought the Frieza saga in Blu-ray Kai version, just because I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I have all of Super. Um, and from there, my my taste in anime uh, expanded, and I started watching like Slice of Life and uh, different things, you know, Harem and uh, Shoujo or uh, Shoujo. Is that is that the right? The, the romance stuff. Um, not not the hentai stuff, but, like, the romance stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just watched, like, that stuff. Um, and then every now and again I would jump back into something more shonen. Uh, Attack on Titan is really good. I just don't like season one at all, ever. Like, like, season one is so difficult for me to watch through to get to season two and beyond. And even season two, I only like it, like, halfway through to the end. Like, I like the halfway point of season two uh, with the big reveal with Reiner and Bertolt up until the end of season two. And then even, it's basically the same thing with season three. I don't really like a whole lot of the first half of season three, and then I get into the second half of season three towards when when they're down in the basement and all that uh the the crystal basement and then the big fight with rod reese titan and then everything after that from from season three part two to season four part two is just fantastic for me but i have to slog through everything else to get there um so yeah uh probably death note it's just another character based character driven storyline that lands all its beats and gets its point across i don't like season two of course as very as much i should say but it, it still tries to follow those core concepts it still carries the character on exactly how it should have i think some people think that light as a character like changes poorly in season two and that now, I do agree that, like, Nier and Mello and them shouldn't have been there just because they were just L, you know, at the, he was already dead, so why, you know, why even bother? Um, and of course, I'll have, like, a spoiler 
thing in the beginning of the episode. So if you're watching the episode and you read that spoiler thing, then uh, it, it'll just say spoilers and then episode one or whatever. Point is, if you are watching uh, and you saw the spoilers tag and you still wanted to, uh, even in the description, if there's like a description section, boom. If you didn't read that, that's on you for all these spoilers you're getting right now. Yeah, but uh, season two, um, it was alright. I watched through it. I didn't mind watching through it. I was kind of confused at some points. I thought it was weird, but overall, totally worth it. <clears throat> Just for some extra Death Note content. Now then... I think it's time we move on to movies. This will include live action and anime movies. Um, so let's do Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar is my absolute favorite movie of all time. Unless it gets beat out by James Cameron Avatar 2. <laughs> uh, which it may not. I don't know. We're going to have to see. I really like water stuff, so I want to see what he does with the water stuff. If the water stuff ends up working out really well, then I'm I'm, I'm thinking that Avatar 2 is just going to be really fun, really good. Um, I loved the story of Avatar 1. Uh, a lot of people compare it to, like, uh, Fern Gully, I think, and, and things of that nature, but... Um, I just like the way they did it. Even even if you can make that comparison, I just like the way that Avatar itself did it. Um, it's just a good, it's just a good movie, man. The visuals are great. I can, the lines are memorable. Uh, the music is amazing. Like it, it just like it, it captivates me the whole time, and the acting's really good too. Uh, I think the only downside, like, the only thing I hate the most is that I think Max is his name. Uh, the big guy with the, the glasses that you meet at the beginning, and he's talking about Jake's uh, brainwaves being, like, beautiful. And it's like, man, he seemed like he was going to be a bigger character. But, you know, Norm Spellman, or Norm's, yeah, I think Norm Spellman ended up kind of... Not necessarily in the position I thought Max was going to have, but I thought Max was going to be kind of just like the other Norm Spellman. <laughs> um, I can't remember if it's, just, if it's like Spellman or Sh Spellman or Smellman. I, I can't remember, I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've seen it. It As I said, it is my favorite, but even I can't, I can't remember a whole lot of stuff. So... Um, and I kind of blank on things a lot, so... I know his name is Norm. That's what's important. And then everybody in Home Tree was great. Just, even even the side actors that didn't have a whole lot going on really put into their characters. Uh, just the background guys. Even, even when they weren't, like, a main part of the screen, they were still hardcore doing the Navi thing. So it's just a really good movie. I've always enjoyed it. I think my second favorite movie would be, hmm, I'm going to say uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, just to not have both, so I mean, I guess technically you just say so, both Sonic movies, 
count just as one, you know, as number two, both Sonic movies. But if you only get one, then probably Sonic Movie 2 because it was the one... Like, in Sonic Movie 1, sure, I was like, oh, he's doing the thing that he does, like the spin dash and the running fast and all that. I was like, yeah, there's some stuff. He says gotta go fast. <laughs> so, like, like I really, like, don't get me wrong, I really liked Sonic 1. I thought it was a great adaptation, yeah, and it did a good job with the character. But it, the second movie did so much better with it. Like, I really, I was like, man, that is definitely something Sonic would say. And Dad Gump, that is definitely something Tails would say, and then, uh, and then they brought in the like emeralds, the Master Emerald and the Chaos Emeralds, and I was like, whoa, that's uh, that's crazy, bro, this is crazy, and I was like pointing at the screen, like surprised Pikachu face, like constantly like bumping my brother and be like, look, look, <laughs> it's the thing that I like. So yeah, Sonic Movie Two. If if I have to pick one of them, is definitely the better one. Um, I didn't even hate like the stuff that was going on away from the Sonic uh, stuff, like the um, uh, the Sonic, you know, like the wedding stuff, and like, oh, excuse me. It's like one thirty in the morning, so it's it's. I, I still have a few more hours before I'll actually go to bed, but yeah, I am starting to get tired. Um. But. Like the wedding stuff was just fun. It, it was a nice break. Like uh, it it was a good spot in the pacing. There was never a point where I thought that breaking over to the wedding from whatever was going on was bad like I, I was always like man this is a good break from like the the, the pacing because I mean it continued the pacing it just it gave you a little break from like the excitement which I think everything needs a little break from the excitement which is why I like Avatar so much because you can he, you know James Cameron somehow made a three-hour movie that like runs like the pacing is really good and gets you to the end really quickly but like you don't you never feel over excited you're always excited when you need to be and then enthralled when you need to be that's why i love james cameron avatar and that's why i really enjoy uh sonic the hedgehog 2 as well and they did knuckles justice as well i really like how they did knuckles i was tired of knuckles being a gigantic idiot or at least in the manner he has been recently where he's just straight up dumb the any any stupidity on Knuckles' part in this movie is specifically just because he's grown up kind of more alone and last of his tribe in a very tribal like family. So he's grown up with that tribal mentality. So when it came time for him to you know, he he's just is more foolish because he's just more ignorant. But it, it's like he'll learn stuff, and by the third movie, you know, if, if they continue character progression the way they have, Knuckles should be a good bit smarter. So, I, I wouldn't see, I hope, outside of things that I don't think Knuckles would learn about normally, I'm hoping that if they go straight from where, or if they, if they do a time jump between the second and third movie, I'll hope that Knuckles has kind of 
you know, boosted in intelligence a bit since he's learned more about Earth stuff. So he won't be asking as many questions and be like, what, what's this? What's this? And he'll just, you know, have a good idea at this point. He's been living on Earth long enough to have an idea, kind of like Sonic. Because um, Sonic, I mean, he lived on Earth for a while. Um, and Knuckles certainly won't have been there as long as Sonic, but he'll he'll have lived there long enough with people who know enough to where his his uh, ignorance should be much less, and he should be a more knowledgeable and interesting character. I mean, he's already interesting in the movies, but I'm hoping he'll be more interesting uh, in the next movie. Uh, and then my third favorite movie would be A Silent Voice. Um, very beautiful visuals, uh, solid, uh, hit home story, <laughs> um, well, maybe not too hitting home, uh, I, I think part, parts of it hit home more than other parts, like, I, I'm not super depressed, uh, you know, to the extent that the, uh, the main female character is, and I'm not, like, super guilty about, like, bullying anyone, I, I didn't really bully a whole lot, I didn't get bullied a whole lot, but that's mostly because of who my friends were, I was able to kind of get away with it, because, because I hung out with friends that didn't get bullied, so typically I could avoid it long, as long as I stuck with them, uh, but I, I guess I was in more of the, I, I guess if I had to put myself in a position, it would be more along the lines of the female character, where uh, she she has a good, you know, family, good friends, um, and then makes more, and made a whole bunch of friends, and kind of got over insecurities and stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, it hits home. It's just a nice movie as well. Just a nice visual, nice music, um, nice story, good pacing. It feels a lot shorter than I think it is. Just all around, uh, just a nice, just a nice movie. Um, but that leads us into the final part of uh, today's podcast, today's episode, which is going to be my top three video games from every console that I've ever owned, um, with the only rules being that I can have multiple games from a series of games as long as those series, so I can have, like, multiple games from the same IP so long as they aren't connected, so, for example, I could have, like, um two Jimmy Neutron games since those Jimmy Neutron games they're called Jimmy Neutron but they don't have anything to do with each other so I could have two Jimmy Neutron games as an example um but I couldn't say like uh Mass Effect 1 Mass Effect 2 Mass Effect 3 as one of my list because they they all interconnect almost immediately <laughs> I mean, all of their stories are connected. Like, a main plot point of the second game, the second Mass Effect game, is uh, everybody being like, Wait, I thought you were dead. And then him being like, Nope. 
uh, I got brought back to life, actually. Uh, I, I also have plans on talking about Mass Effect, uh, because, well, to put it simply, just to give you guys something to wait on, um, Mass Effect 1 was really, really awesome, and I, after a little bit, I was able to really get into Mass Effect 2 once I figured stuff out, and, uh, was able to kind of enjoy more of Mass Effect 2, like, once I kind of was like, oh, these characters are actually pretty nice, I even enjoy Jacob and Miranda, <laughs> and then Mass Effect 3 right off the bat gives you, like, barren wasteland pa planets for, like, the first three levels, and... Uh, just a very, very shortcut citadel, and, um, the, like, the worst starting companion you can have, and I was like, as soon as I got both Tally and Garrus, I was like, or not Tally, uh, Liara and Garrus, I was like, Oh, squad, I don't need, I don't need this James guy or whatever his name is. I don't need Jimmy anymore. And dropped him immediately. So, uh, yeah, so that's one thing. Uh, I can have multiple games from the same name as long as they don't share stories or connect or anything like that. Um... And then, I think I'll, I'll have the same rule as I did with, um, well, I, I think I said earlier, just the, the, if I can't figure out a third game or whatever, then I'll just go based on what I have and, and what I've played. Um, with that being said, I think it's time to start. And the first game console I ever had was a Nintendo 64. Uh, and on it, my number one favorite game was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Absolutely love Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. My absolute favorite game of the Nintendo 64. Not my favorite game of all time, but my favorite game of the Nintendo 64. Uh, so, like, if somebody pulls out the, uh, Nintendo 64, and they've only got one controller, and they pull out a bunch of games, and amongst all of those games is, uh, Ocarina of Time, I'm like, well, let me, let me speed run a little bit of Ocarina of Time. I mean, it's nothing special, I just know where to go, so I can get it done a little faster than somebody who may not know where to go, obviously. <clears throat> it's, it's actually been a while since I've played Ocarina of Time, I need to go back. Last time I played it, I beat it, like, six times on my 3DS. Um, and then I used to play it a lot as a kid on the N64, as I said. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Because, like, for an... You know, think about it. A Nintendo 64 game with a proper story, good cutscenes, um, great music... Like, they, they were able to get a good story, though. Like, that's the thing, is, like... Obviously, Mario's different, because it's Mario, and they weren't... You know, in the 2D games, there wasn't very much of a story. It was just, oh, the princess is in another castle. So, as far as Mario 64, the princess is in the castle. You have to get these stars and go through all these levels to save her. Um, but, but 
basically, once he got done with that kind of opening, like, letter from Peach and the tutorial guy, the rest of the game is just getting stars until you reach uh, Bowser. And then, and then you get a little thing with Peach at the end. So, and really all Mario games have been like that ever since. There's never really been much of a story. It's always just been like, oh, now you're in space with this space princess. And you need to save Peach from Bowser. Help the space princess get stars so she can power a ship. But that's like, that's brilliant. Like every now and again she may say some stuff like, oh, we need this many more stars to... So keep going. But for the most part, there's not like a whole lot of story in Mario games. But, you know, even as far back as Mario 64, that was pretty much it. Um, but Ocarina of Time being able to pull off the, you know, proper cutscenes, um, you know, text box storytelling, um, very basic point, you know, just like laughs and grunts and things for voice acting, but always just a good way to get an idea of how the character's feeling or what the character's thinking just by some grunts and how the text is displayed. And then the world was just interesting too. Like it wasn't very big by any means, but it, it had character. I always thought that it had character at least. Um... They gave you a little bit of lore with Kakariko Village and Hyrule Castle and Hyrule Castle Town and all that. So there was always a reason for those two to be connected so closely. And it wasn't just like weird Zora's Domain fit. Everything just fit well. I always I just enjoyed the layout and the puzzles and everything about Ocarina of Time. Uh, second up, as I've talked about it a good bit, talking about Ocarina of Time, would be Super Mario 64. There's a playthrough of it on my channel, if you guys want to see why, you know, I enjoy Super Mario 64 so much. Not really a speed run, but as a matter of fact, I think each episode is like 30 minutes, and it's like 10 episodes long. Um, but I, I use some speedrun strats that I've seen to, to get some stars and stuff, um, but it, it was just, like, a fun playthrough, just, like, a nostalgic, oh, I want to do Super Mario 64, and then I did, and it was just fun for me to do that, and be like, hey, guys, check out my Super Mario 64 skills, which, I mean, weren't great, but, um, good enough, I suppose, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, Oh, what was it? Uh, I mean, the music was pretty fun. A lot of catchy tracks. Um, and the gameplay was smooth. I really... Like, the gameplay in Ocarina of Time is fantastic, by the way. I love combat and everything. They made, they really, like, made hits hit in that game. And then in, in Mario 64, they really did a good job of just giving you 3D movement. In, in the field, like, it's just really good 3D field movement in, in Super Mario 64. Um, gosh, I was trying to think of a third. I remember playing Excite Bike 64, and that was pretty fun. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed that one, but I don't think it's top three material. 
Um, Star Fox 64 was alright. But really, in, in terms... That, that was about all I had. There was a football game I had. Honestly, that football game, I can't remember. It was a Madden game, certainly. I can't remember which one it was. I guess if there was only one Madden game on the N64, then it was that one. And if that's the case, then I, I suppose that Madden game would actually be my top three, my third one. Because Excitebike 64 was fun because you like knock people off their bikes and stuff, I think. But... I don't know, I never found myself playing Excitebike 64 for very long. I would just get in there and do a couple of races and knock some people off their bikes and then move on to Legend of Zelda again. Or, um, Star Fox 64. I'd, I'd play, like, the first two planets and then be like, alright, I'm bored. Because it's just, you know, Star Fox 64 is very similar gameplay. I, I don't like playing a whole lot of games where it's just the same stuff over and over again. Um, with, with no variations. Like, you know, Zelda, you can say every game does that, but they have variation. Zelda has different puzzles, different layouts for dungeons. So... You know, you're never going to a dungeon expecting to do the same thing again. <clears throat> or at least, not the same puzzles. You're, you're, of course, expecting to crawl through, find the item, and then, you know, deal with that. But you're never, like, trying to, uh... Gosh, what is it? You're never trying to, like... You're never going into a dungeon and being like, oh, I'm gonna do the exact same thing as the first dungeon I went into, you know. You don't do, you know, uh, the, the Great Deku Tree and then walk into Jabu Jabu and be like, oh, this is the same thing. You're like, wow, this is different. <sighs> I had to drink some Coke real quick. <clears throat> now then. Um, but yeah. The Madden game, I mean, the Madden game is, of course, it's a football game, so it's pretty much the same thing every time, but you got different plays, and you can be all the different characters, you can be whatever you want. I just really enjoyed playing it. Me and my brothers would play it together, or I'd play it alone. It, it was just a really solid football game back in the day. Just really nice controls for what it was. It was just fun. I really enjoyed it, so... Yeah, that, that's probably, uh, I remember, I think me and my brother would do this thing where, where we would, like, run, uh, on the other side, uh, like, on the other player's field, and then we would run around the back of their players and try and get back around to the line before they called, uh, hut to, uh, give us the, the, the over the line call or whatever it is. I, I can never remember. I, I don't remember. I don't. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of football stuff. I just remember that game was fun, and I've never caught the high of that football game in any other football game, except for maybe one. But it was on like the Xbox. I can't even remember which one it was. But you had like a little home, a little collection of stuff, and you had like a pool room, and you could like walk around in first person, and like check your phone and. Do all the, like, yeah, there was, like, a collection of stuff you could get, so, 
that was like an interesting um, football game, but it, but it didn't didn't do like what the N sixty four football game did for me. Um. Anyways, I think it's time we move on to the next game console, which I believe was the Game Boy Advance slash Game Boy Mini. Um, yes, we did have a Game Boy Mini. It was terrible. Um, but it just played our Game Boy game, so I'll count the same. So, based on Game Boy games I had in the past, you can bet your booty that Pokemon Fire Red version is my number one favorite Game Boy Advance game. Um, I, I used to really like Pokemon. Not, not like the trading card stuff. I like I didn't get super super into it, but I really enjoyed the game and I would I, I would play Fire Red version and I would play through all of Fire Red version and I'd be like, "Man, that was really good. Let's do it again." And then I create another character and do another run through. And I would just play it the same way every time. I would just maybe different names for the Pokémon, but other than that, it was just I would catch them um name them something different, maybe name the uh, Gary something different every time, and then run through the entire game. Again, it was just so fun. Uh, I really, like, I, I was enjoying Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu for a while, but then you don't get to catch other Pokemon in that. You just play as Pikachu, and I was like, I'm one-shotting everything with this, like, super move they gave me. So I, I kind of got bored with Let's Go Pikachu. Because it was like Fire Red version, but just Pikachu. And I was like, yeah, I would have done that back in the day. It's like a challenge run. Don't go out into Viridian Forest and catch me a Pikachu. Or a Vermilion or whichever one came first. I think it was Viridian. Go catch me a Pikachu. And then only use Pikachu after I caught it. But... I was like, I don't know, man. I really wanted to uh, enjoy the more recent Pokemon games, and I probably could. Uh, they seem super interesting. Like they seem super fun, and and I don't, I don't know. I think taking the random element out of it, the RNG element of the finding Pokemon in the grass type thing, kind of took it took me out of it. Because I, I guess I just don't enjoy, like, walking around the overworld and looking out and being like, oh, there's the Pokemon. I can either go catch it or bother with it or not. And it, it makes it feel like an open world game or like an MMO where it's like, if I don't have to deal with it, I'm not going to deal with it. And then, and then I'm underleveled all the time and I just have to go grind anyways. Because I'm like, oh, I'll just, uh skip these Pokemon, I know what they are, I don't really want them, no need to fight them, and I'd just go on, and then I'd get into some fight and lose, because I'm underleveled, because I didn't fight all the Pokemon, but it's like, if I'm forced into a fight, I would fight them, because that's how it was, when, you, when I got into a random battle, I was like, I'm not running, unless I'm about to die, and then I, w I would just fight until I won, or died, you know, almost died. Or did die because it wouldn't let me flee. Uh, or, or, like, I failed fleeing for whatever reason. 
Uh, so, yeah, Fire Red version was really good. Um, gosh, Game Boy games. I had a lot of them. Oh, man, number two's got to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. No, no, never mind, never mind. I'm going to save that for another console. So, spoiler warning. I think the PS2. <laughs> I've got a PS2 game. Um, so, gosh. I think there was... Oh, man, there was this uh, skating game. I think it was a Tony Hawk game. I can't remember which one it was on the Game Boy Advance. Um, it was really fun. It was, it was like... They just had a bunch of, like, different, like... Um, levels and the designs would just be like these downhill tracks and you would have your skater and you would skate down these tracks and they would have different stuff in the way that you would do tricks on and like grind or like jump and like you would grind up in the uh, like the electrical lines or uh, like poles and beams and stuff and you would you would grind like that and, and you would do tricks and like flips and uh spins and grabs and things um all that different stuff and you would just like do that until you got to the end of the level so you would it was just fun i like to grind i always like to grind in like skating games so that was just a fun um fun little game on the game boy that i would put in and uh play for a while if i was like on a car ride and i didn't want to play uh, pokemon anymore because i was getting annoyed or bored I would stick in the skating game and just go skate for a little while. I see, man. A third game. A third Game Boy game. I had, um... Gosh, I think it was... Oh, bro, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga? Yes, sir. That's the one. I actually, uh, I have an episode or something of that uh, uploaded. If uh, I, I believe I have it uploaded on my YouTube channel. Uh, the first episode of that. I'd like to do more. Uh, I still have it downloaded, so I could definitely record it more. Uh, loved that game. Still do. It's, it was just super fun. I, I beat it like three times or something. I haven't played it in so long, though, that like this 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 YouTube video, I, I think I say it in the video, but uh, like I played like maybe the first area, like the, the, the battlefield or whatever it's called, the first... It was, like, something Battlefield. I played that, like, right on the outskirts of the city or whatever. Um, I played it. And I was like, I have to record this. So I went back and I recorded uh, whatever the, I did for the first episode. And uh, So I'm definitely going to do more of that. But, yeah. I really like that game. I guess we'll move on. Uh, gosh, I guess the next system would be Game Boy. And, uh, no, GameCube. GameCube. My bad. GameCube. Um, and Dadgum. There are so many options. <laughs> like, GameCube is where it's at, bro. GameCube was kind of, like, my territory. That's, that's where I uh, grew up strong. And had most of my games on. So it's the hardest one. But. Undeniably. Number one best video game of all time. Sonic Adventure 2. Nothing beats Sonic Adventure 2 lads. 
and I can't wait for it to be portrayed in the third Sonic movie. So, uh, yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 is just the ultimate in gaming. The controls are mm, the different abilities they give you, mm, the music, mm, the the battle mode, and having the co-op. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, it's just a really good game. Just, the story's really good. Uh, it, it's just one you'd have to watch on my YouTube channel um, to really to really get my reactions to stuff just back in the day. Reactions and just enjoying the game. So please uh, feel free to go check that out when you go to comment about this in the uh, comment to that YouTube video. If, if, if Spotify doesn't have comments. If it does... I might just keep that video there so I can put a link for the YouTube channel so you can come listen. Um, but gosh, there are so many other games, and it's like I could, I could, I, I may, um, I may, I won't do it like a tier list or anything, but I may just talk about GameCube games in general in an episode. Just kind of talk about my favorite ones and like ones I own. Because right now, I'm just trying to think of, like, the three that I like the most. And for number two, I'm thinking Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, let's do Super Mario Sunshine. I just really... It's just another really good, solid Mario game. Um, yeah. I mean, just good movement, the way the, 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 the gameplay works is fun, getting the stars is always great, um, Flood was, I, I actually enjoyed Flood when I played through, like, it, it's my favorite Mario game, probably, like, 3D Mario, my favorite one, I really wish they had, like, a, uh, like, I know you can play the game Floodless, but I, I, I wish there was just like a floodless mode of the game that was made for like floodless so you so like a version of the game where you could get around without flood without like having to know speedrun tricks and all the special movement mood mo like moves but but like a version that would be good for casuals so like like super mario 64 but like the super mario sunshine version of that would be Something I would be interested in. And I guess technically Super Mario Odyssey counts. But they added in the whole hat, like, possession thing, which is cool. But, you know, the hat is basically uh, another Flood-type deal. Cappy, he's kind of another Flood-type deal. So it's kind of just the same thing. Except this time you're possessing things instead of destroying them. Which isn't as fun. Uh, <laughs> um... But yeah, oh man, third game, there's so many, I could, I could do Spongebob the movie, I could do uh, Scooby-Doo Knights of 100 Frights, or Scooby-Doo Unmasked, I could do Open Season, was a really good GameCube game that I enjoyed, you know what, I gotta do Star Wars Rogue Squadron, uh, 2, I believe, 2, um, 
Two was really good. Three was really good, too. Oh, I don't know. Because three had, like, the ground missions where you were on the walkers and stuff in the campaign. And then you actually had, like, running and gunning sections in the campaign. Uh, but Death Star Run. In two. May have been both, but... It was... Oh man, that's a hard decision if I gotta pick between those two. I'm gonna go with two just because it's the OG. It's the one I remember. It's the one that me and my uh, best friend used to play together. Um, I remember this one time we were playing and we had the cheat code activated to have Django Fett ship uh, Slave 1 in in the game. <laughs> and we were flying and he dropped his bomb and it was the 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 the, uh, the seismic charge um you know the you know all the sound goes out and in the game whenever you released it like all of the audio would shut up just like in the movie and then you just um and that was so good bro Except the first time we did it when uh, there was a storm going on and his power went out when he dropped the bomb. <laughs> and we thought the bomb was like a big, caused some kind of issue and then the power came back on and we tried it again and we are like, oh no, it's just the storm. But we were like young. We were young when that happened so we were like, what? The, the bomb's too powerful. We, we, gosh, it was great. All good times. Um, but moving forward, I think, you know what, I'm going to lump them all together after the Wii. So I had the Wii, I actually, I had like the DS next, but I'm going to lump like DS and 3DS together. Um, so I had a Wii, uh, we'll go ahead and do Wii games, but honestly, I, I think number one legit was Wii Sports Resorts. <laughs> I used to I, I put like so many hours into the uh like the saber game mode where you like the, the campaign mode where you like uh the gauntlet where you walk around and you swing the saber and kill dudes and then the uh the plane mode where you fly around the island and uh hit all the information balloons. Though those two were like I put so much time into those. So I like those those are definitely my favorite absolutes from uh the Wii uh, uh Wii Sports Resort more specifically. Um I really enjoyed Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Um and Skyward Sword, so I have to pick between one of those two. Actually no. They don't connect really. That's a Legend of Zelda. I can I can do a bunch of different Legend of Zelda games because some of them connect. Like I I can't do Wind Waker because it connects to Ocarina of Time through story, but Twilight Princess, while it does connect in like very basic terminologies of like timelines and links and stuff, like I don't think there's really anything in in Twilight Princess that directly calls back to Ocarina of Time in any straightforward manner i mean technically it was confirmed that the link that you train with to learn all your fighting skills is the link from ocarina of time but 
I can still... I think Skyward Sword is a little bit more disconnected. So I'll go with Skyward Sword. Because, as I said, Twilight Princess does have the callbacks. <laughs> Skyward Sword doesn't necessarily have callbacks to uh, previous games other than sharing like the races and things. But as far as back then, like there's not really much mention of future events other than... Uh, it was just set up for future events, rather. So, I, I think I can have Skyward Sword safely. So, uh, Skyward Sword is probably my number two favorite Wii game. I remember I had a hard time with it the first time I played it, and then I went back a few years ago when I was maybe 18. Uh, so, a good bit more than a few. But, uh, back when I was 18, I, uh, I went back and played through Skyward Sword again, and was like, oh, this actually is really good. Now that I've played it through proper. Um, up until that point, I had not really ever had time. You know what? Forget it. Skyward Sword. Take it out. Throw it in the trash. In comparison to uh, GoldenEye 007 on the Wii. I, I totally... It slipped my mind until just a second ago. Uh, when I was thinking about my number three game. That just came to my head. <laughs> GoldenEye for the Wii was amazing. And, you know, don't get me wrong. The campaign was good. I didn't mind the campaign. I enjoyed playing the campaign. But the multiplayer, bro? You gotta be kidding me, bro. You think I could? There's no way I can put GoldenEye 007 not on the list with that multiplayer. As a matter of fact, GoldenEye goes... As a matter of fact, Wii Sports Resorts is now number 3. GoldenEye 007 is number 1. And Call of Duty Black Ops on the Wii is number two, baby, because that's another multiplayer game on the Wii that me and my friends played together, and it was just crazy, bro. So many memories of Black Ops on the Wii and GoldenEye on the Wii. Too good. Mm, can't not have it that way. Let's do PS2 next. PS2. Uh, Call of Duty 3 was definitely my favorite game to play on PS2, um, for a long time, I would, like, like, I would play whatever new game I had at the time on the PS2, and then it'd be back to Call of Duty 3, <laughs> it was so good, bro, so good, um, I know a lot of people hate it, but, or I don't know about a lot, but I know that some people dislike it, but I really like Call of Duty 3, Best story all around. Can't change my mind. Oh, gosh. Uh, second. PS2 game. Goodness. Um. I don't even know, man. I did not play a lot of PS2. I, at least not as much as I remember. Certainly. Uh. I guess if I had to pick one, Star Wars Force Unleashed was a, a really good PS2 game. I, I played that a lot. I played through that multiple times. Um, Lego Star Wars was on the PS2, right? I think I'll go with Lego Star Wars. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. Nah, not Lego Star Wars. Let's do Tack. I think the original Tack was on the uh, PS2. And it 
was my favorite game. I'm pretty sure that's what we played it on. So I'm going to say Tack. Uh, power, power Juju. Bro, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Was Crash, um, yo, Crash Nitro Kart. <laughs> I think I had the GameCube version, but I'm, I'm gonna count, there is a PS2 version, it's basically the same game, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was the PS2 version, and have that be my number one, because, gum, I put so much time into Crash, uh, Nitro Kart. Yeah, that's that's it. Crash Nitro Kart gets uh nope, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. That is my number 3 PS2 game. I think. Yeah, yeah, cuz it was a Gosh, I don't even remember what my PS2 picks were anymore, bro. I've already forgot my PS2 picks. I just didn't play PS2 a lot. Um, I know I said something, and Force Unleashed, and, uh, the one I just said, it! forget PS2, we're moving on, I thought I really enjoyed the PS2 a lot, Call of Duty 3 was number, the, the first, Call of Duty 3 was my, the PS2 game, and then, Um, and then Force Unleashed, and then Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. But yeah, I guess I didn't really like my PS2 as much. I I I think I played my Game Boy, uh, GameCube more than I played my PS2. Um, back in the day. Um, let's go ahead and do DS. We'll do the DS games now. Um. Sheesh, bro. It's so hard to, like... Some of these consoles just start to, like... Like, what did I have on the DS that I liked? Sonic Rush, probably. I liked Sonic Rush. Um... But that's about it. As far as DS games go, I enjoyed Sonic Rush. I don't even remember most of the other games I played. I think I had Call of Duty on there, but... Uh, like, Modern Warfare. And it was alright. I played through it a couple of times, but, like, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't play it a whole lot. So I think Sonic Rush was, like, the only thing I played on there consistently, and it was fun. I mostly played my GameCube, though. If I brought my DS somewhere... It was, like, to school on, like, one of those days where you could bring your DS. <laughs> like, a, like, a exam day or something, like, or, or, like, makeup day. And you were just at school because school wasn't graduated and everybody wasn't gone to the next, you know, summer or whatever. And so I would bring my DS and play Sonic Rush at school, but, like, that's about it. I didn't play a whole lot of DS games. Now, 3DS, we'll bump up to 3DS... To have our, uh, one and two, because Sonic Rush is a three, certainly. It was alright, I liked it, but it's not, like, a one or two spot. Ocarina, well, I can't do Ocarina of Time again already. That's, that would be stupid. Um, gosh. 
I know I put some time into three. Dagum, I gotta say. Um. Oh, you know what? Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for 3DS. I put a lot of time into that with my friend. Like, we every time we had some free time at school, boom. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on the bus. Boom. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. It was, it was fun. We did, like, really good. Just beasted through that game. Um, so, so I, I put a lot of time into that. Um, gosh, I know there's, like, other games that I've played on the 3DS, bro. My brother's got all my 3DS games, games downstairs, though, so I don't remember which ones. Okay, I know I put a lot of time into Shin Megami Tensei 4, but actually, I'm gonna say Bit Trip Runner. Uh, I had the Bit Trip Collection, or, like, the Bit Trip Saga on my 3DS, and, uh, I put a lot, like, I almost beat Bit Trip Runner. <laughs> I put a lot of time into, the, like, the Bit Trip Saga in general, but Bit Trip Runner is, like, the main one. I just remembered it from another game that me and my best friend played a lot. Yeah. That's the one. Bit Trip Runner is number one. Excuse me. And then... Um, whatever one I said before it had come in. I'm just... My memory's trash, guys. It's like, I have no short-term memory. I can't remember. That's why I needed, like, a bullet point, like, a bullet list. But I think it's partially because I don't really care. Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. But I think a lot of it is that in some of these systems, I just don't really... Like, but even then, like, I couldn't... I can tell you Sonic Adventure 2. I can tell you Ocarina of Time. I can tell you Super Mario 64. I couldn't tell you what my third... I think it was... Yeah, it was Madden. Like, I could, I could probably tell you some of the ones that I actually cared about console-wise, like, when I think back, I didn't really play my PS2 as much as I thought I did, like, there's a lot of games on my PS2 that I like, but I don't remember, like, most of my time on my PS2, I remember all of my time on my PS1, because it was, it was, like, strictly Sonic Adventure 2 and Super Mario Sunshine, and, and that, uh, Star Wars, um, Rogue Squadron 2, or Rebel Strike Rogue Squadron 2, and then, you know, Nintendo 64, I remember that, but then it's like, PS2, not really, Xbox, original, not really, uh, and then, and then, even Xbox, uh, or, uh, or DS, I just had my 3DS years ago, like, I mean, it was a good number of years ago, it was when I graduated high school, kind of that era, but, like, I played it a lot, but I don't remember any of it. Because it's just not worth remembering. Monster Hunter was worth remembering. Uh, the Wii games were worth remembering. But but once again, that's mostly because of the multiplayer-like games. And that's why those are the main two, or the Call of Duty and the GoldenEye. Because they were the ones I played with my best friend all the time. That's why I remember them. Uh... Uh, there's just, like, something to keep them there, but, like, as far as the PS2 went, I didn't really have a whole lot going on with that. Didn't really care for it. Uh, that brings us, I believe, to the PS3 slash Xbox 360. Um, as far as the PS3 goes, 
I think that was mm, that was the era of like Dragon Ball for me. I think Dragon Ball uh, Raging Blast Two was one that I put a lot of time into. Um, so so that's definitely on there. Uh, I had Sonic Adventure Two. I can't say that one again, but I've spent a lot of time on Sonic Adventure Two on there. Um, Journey is my number one. Journey Journey is my number one. Dragon Ball Raging Blast Two is my number two. Um, and once again, Journey, I have two, like, just over an hour videos of me, like, talking about the game and, like, the lore and stuff. So, it's, like, it's one that I really like. Um, and then Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2 was one I put a lot of time into. And then, uh, you know what? Mass Sonic Sonic 06. I was gonna say Mass Effect, but I remember like paying a lot more attention to Sonic 06, which is just I really like Sonic, and it was like the first kind of return to the adventure formula in a while, and I I like so many people hate Sonic 06 and justified. But I don't hate Sonic 06. I love Sonic 06 so much. <laughs> it's not like... It's not my second favorite Sonic game or anything like that. But it's like... I don't hate it at all. I, I know there's issues with it. But I don't hate it at all. Um, you know what? Back to PS2 real quick. Uh, replace... I gotta replace one of the fodder games. Um... If I can remember which ones I said, Dad, come. Uh, just, just pick one of the random fodder games that I don't care about. Just, just whichever one I talked about the least, and just put Need for Speed Carbon there instead. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said for the PS2. I don't care about the PS2 enough. Just pick. Uh, just go back to the PS2 section. And whichever one I talked about least, just replace with Need for Speed Carbon, because that was my favorite PS2 game. I played it, like, six times. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like... I don't, I don't replay a whole lot of games, so if I replay a game more than six times, or more than, more than three times, it was a really good game. That, like, I was like, oh, man, all these other games are kind of boring, let's just do another run of this game. And then I would play through that game again. Um, but moving back to the PS3. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Journey. And then Raging Blast 2. And then... Um, actually... Let's take our Raging Blast 2 and replace it with the uh, PlayStation Home. <laughs> Me and my friends used to have so much fun on PlayStation Home. And I hate that it's gone and I hope it comes back. In some form. In some proper form. Like, I want a proper PS Home, not not some pretender. Um, PS Home was really fun for me and my friends, so I hope it comes back. Um, so, that's, that's, that's my PS3, is, um... Journey, PS Home, and then, um, Sonic 06.
Yeah. Uh, let's see. After PS3, let's do Xbox uh, 360. Um, I actually didn't play a whole lot of Xbox. I, I would say Halo Reach. I believe um, me and my brothers played a lot of Halo 4, actually. If I had to pick a specific one, then I played Halo 4 like 12 times. Just the, 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 just the easiest difficulty running through it. And I did like little challenge runs where I would do like pistol only or just um or, or i would just do like a regular run through or whatever but yeah halo 4 was one that i played a lot on the xbox um just because my friend introduced me to it it was the first halo game i'd ever seen it was just fun it was just a fun halo game i played some of the older ones uh and they're good too i enjoyed doing like infected with my brothers on reach i think my brother and his friend so, on his birthday, but other than that, uh, you know, 4 is the only one I've really, I played 4 and I've beaten the first one, um, and, and now I'm doing, I'm trying to get through the other Master Chief Collection games on the computer, and, uh, beat, like, Reach and the rest of them, beat Reach again, and then beat 1 again, just skip through the cutscenes or whatever and beat the first game again and then play through two and three, replay through four, and if they have five on there, I'll do five. Um, but yeah. It's just fun. Halo 4 is fun. Uh, Left 4 Dead was another one that I played a lot of on the Xbox. Um... Me and my brother would play that one. Just another, just quick, fun little, uh, put it on the easiest difficulty and blow limbs off like nothing. Just one-shot enemies and run through with your pistol. It was fun to just run through the game with the pistol and just, like, one-shot stuff. And it was just, I just liked it. It was just fun to do. Oh, man. I need a third Xbox 360 game. It's hard to do. But, I think I can say without a doubt that Batman Arkham, uh, Batman Arkham City I played through like 12 times on the Xbox specifically. Because it's what we had it on. So yeah, I gotta say, uh, Arkham City is probably my favorite um, as far as... Xbox, or not my favorite, my, my, my third favorite as far as Xbox game goes. Ouch, my back. <laughs> my bad, I had to get up uh, to go check something out real quick. Um, but yeah, that's Xbox 360. Um, which was Halo 4, Left 4 Dead, 1, and... Arkham City Batman. So I guess that goes into PS3 and Xbox One. Um, well, no, I just did PS3 and Xbox. No, I did I did PS3 and Xbox 360. I need to do Xbox One. 
Um, as far as I, I completely forgot that PS2 even existed. I just I was like, okay, there's PS2, uh, PS3, and Xbox 360. I guess. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. PS4 and Xbox One. Bruh, come on. You guys can shoot me all you want for that one. Let's see. I'll go ahead and do Xbox One since I was on it, though. Um, gosh, bro. Never mind. I can't even think of, like, Xbox games that I have that, like, I couldn't use elsewhere. Like, as far, as far as Xbox, I might as well just use my, like, fodder Xbox games that I had, that I played with my friends. So, uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 was my top favorite, because it was one that me and my friends played a lot. Me and my friend played a lot that, like, we would get into even when we didn't enjoy, um... Or, like, when we were bored with other stuff and we still wanted a game... It was, uh, it was Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. I think I gave my Xbox games to my brother when I gave him my Xbox. So I don't remember all of my Xbox games. Um, I remember I had Jump Force. So actually, Jump Force would be number one. I really, really like Jump Force. Um, if you, if you guys just want to take all of the controversial games I've been stating and just stick those in the comments and be like, why? <laughs> I'd be more than happy to spend an episode explaining why I love these controversial games. And, and you can pick other controversial games, and if I know them, then I'll toss them on the list if I like them. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, uh... Just said it. Jump Force. I'm, I'm, I could put Jump Force somewhere else, but I don't know where I would put it. Because it's like, I have it on all of my consoles, and it's like, it's a good fodder game, but I need fodder games for Xbox One, because I literally only had Xbox One to play with my friend. So, Jump Force, um, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, and, oh, I don't want to use that, uh, Battlefield 1. Let's do Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1 is like a really, really good game, and I could use it somewhere else. But it's just a good fodder game to throw in. One that I had on Xbox. Um, I, don't, I, don't even, I was going to say Dark Souls 3, but I don't even know if I'm going to end up using a Souls game. But if I do, I'd like to use it on PS4 at least. Uh, but I think I have other options for PS4, so I don't think I'm going to need Dark Souls 3. Not to say that it's not a great game. It's just not like my top three. Like the dark, none of the Dark Souls games or even Elden Ring really is on like my top three. Um, so my number one PS4 game, the one I have put so much time into, um, one that I would run to before anything else, if like I was bored and I just wanted to play a PS4 game, uh, excuse me, back in the day. I would play, excuse me, let me step over here, look at my disc games and see if I come up with a uh, number one 
favorite PS4 game. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess as I went further on in life, uh, gaming was more of just like a get one that I can enjoy through like once and then never again, I'm afraid. Uh, so I, I ended up, I like, I just don't have a lot of favorites from like the new era. Like the further along you go, the less I have favorites for it. Just because like the way I play games changed. So it's really hard for me to just think of things like that, like right off the top of my head. But like, gosh, what what do I play on the PS4? Like a lot. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> um. Gosh, that is that is actually bugging me. That I legitimately don't know. Like what my number one. PS4 game to play is. Dark Souls 3. Let's be honest. It is. I, uh, like, when I played Dark Souls 3, besides when I was playing with my friend on Xbox, I played through and beat Dark Souls 3 once, uh, twice by myself, once with my friend on PS4, uh, another time by myself, just another playthrough that I was finishing up, like, that I started after... Uh, he, you know, we beat it with him. Um, so I've, I just played Dark Souls 3, like, a lot on the PS4. And when I'm ready to record videos for it, I'm gonna record it on the PS5. My PS4 version on the PS5. So, uh, Dark Souls 3 is definitely my number one PS4 game. Oh, man, I think my number two PS4 game. Man, if I could just um, give me a moment. I'm going to pause this real quick and open up my PS4 games and see if I can't like look through them and be like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good one. So my second, uh, I, I, I went through and looked uh, on what I have right now. Um, and I looked at my disc games, and I think Near Automata, uh, was one that I had a really good time with recently, that just, I sat down, put my headphones on, shut off the lights, just had on, like, HDR, and just played through the whole game, and just enjoyed everything it had to offer. It was a great game, uh, and I loved every second of it. Uh, and then Kingdom Hearts was the same. Every Kingdom Hearts game... Uh, I'm even playing like 358 over two days and recoded on my phone uh, with emulators. And I'm loving both of those. I'm loving recoded a lot more than I thought it was going to. I'm skipping through the story, but just the gameplay. I just really like the like um, command deck system, though. That's just me, though. I just really like it. I don't know why. I guess it's because it's like so OP. <laughs> But yeah, so there's my PS4 games. Um, I guess that leads into the last little section, which I'm just going to 
um, like PS, it's going to be PS5, computer, um, Stadia, and then music real quick, and then I'll be done. So, my favorite PS5 games uh, that I have, my number one favorite PS5 game, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can count that, uh, so I'm not going to, so I'm going to... I have the PS5 version, but it's more of like a PC game that was ported to consoles, and there's a PS4 version as well. So if I'm if I'm being specific to just PS5, or, or like very much more made for PS5, uh, then I'll give a special mention to uh, Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. I really like it. I'm going to stream it. Uh, I have a good idea for that. Um, but for right now, um, I'm not, I'm not going to count it. I have the PS5 version, but it's like, it's like a PC, PS4, like it's only PS5 in like graphics and that's about it. And there's nothing super special about it as far as that goes. <gasps> Excuse me. Really, as far as PS5 games that I have... There's just not a lot of, like, PS5-exclusive games out yet that I have, at least. Uh, I'm not even sure how many actually PS5-exclusive games there are. I want to look it up, or you guys can tell me in the comments. But, um... I guess, in terms of just straight-up optimized for or made for, like, PS5, I'm gonna go with number one being Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition... Because the special edition was, like, meant for PS5, and then it came out on computer and PS4. Well, it doesn't, it's not even on PS4. The special edition is for PS5. So I'm going to say the, the special edition specifically of Devil May Cry 5, uh, which is specifically for PS5 and computer. And even then, I'm not even sure if it's for a computer. I think you can just get the special edition, like, DLC stuff, like, on the PS4. Though I could be wrong about that. But but I, I'm going to count Devil May Cry 5 in this specifically because the special edition was meant for PS5. Um, and then I'm going to count My Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales as well. Uh, it's on PS4, but like it was made for PS5. And then they were like, well, we, we better go backtracking. Um, but but I'm, I'm going to count it as a PS5 game as well, and that'll be number two, and then Demon Souls would be my number three, and it's the only, like, PS5 actual exclusive that I have, besides Astro's Playroom, but it's not top three material, so Demon Souls is up there as uh, my number three out of those three games, um, and that's just because I haven't played it a whole lot, but I'm excited about it, it looks amazing as well, and it sounds so good, bro, oh my gosh. Um, now then, as far as computer games go, um, uh, let me, let me try and stay specific to computer for that, and, well, no, I won't do that, I'll say Hyperlight Drifter as, uh, number one, I really just enjoy Hyperlight Drifter, um, I don't even want to do PC. I don't know why I brought it up. I, 
if you guys want to hear about my PC games, I'll do a different, like, video about it. It's more difficult in, like, my Stadia stuff and all that. Um, I would do those, but, like, so many of them are just, like, I have Sonic Adventure 2 again, and I have, like, Star Wars Force Unleashed again, and, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 again, and all that. So, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2 wasn't mentioned, it's, like, the old ones, but... No, battle the original Battlefront and Battlefront Two, I have on my computer. Um, but like, I just don't want to like try and think through my computer games right now. So if if you guys want to hear more about my specific gaming consoles and try to get more out of that, feel free to like leave questions in the comment section of that video, and I can. Uh, answer them in the next episode before I start whatever I'm going to talk about in the next episode. Uh, if you guys want to hear more about my PS4 and PS5 games, um, you can do that. If you want to recommend me some PS5 games, I can talk about those. Um, I'm always willing to buy more games that I think I'll enjoy. I'm a big fan of... I mean, you've heard some of the games I've enjoyed. I'm a big fan of RPGs. I, I like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts kind of stuff. I like turn-based games a lot. Um, so, I, I've been wanting to get into a good turn-based game. Just something more recent. Like, I, I got the new Shin Megami Tensei V on Switch. Um, if you guys want to hear about my Switch games, uh, I'll do a Switch, I can, I can kind of, I can do a continuation of this, basically, it, but, but more based on what you guys want to hear, um, so leave that in the comments below, I know this has been, like, a super long thing, but I figure it's just something fun to listen to, it's just something easy to listen to, um, when you just have a lot of time to waste, or, like, if you're on a long drive or something, you just want to listen to somebody talk, you're more into, like, talk shows and, like, talking than music, uh, this would be a good thing to listen to, um, so to end this, I said I was going to do the most recent music, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you ten songs from what I call my cool playlist, which is all the songs that are just worth listening to when I put the music on shuffle and what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you guys 10 songs each day or not each day but each episode i'll give you 10 more songs from the cool playlist to check out um and i'll try to avoid like repeat songs unless i think that whatever the repeat is is worth listening to um so the top 10 songs the first 10 songs from the cool playlist are the Jonathan Young cover of Great Days from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, which can be found on Spotify under his JoJo album. Um, so if you want to listen to all of his Great uh, or not Great Days, but all of his JoJo opening covers, uh, you can go to the JoJo album on Spotify and just listen to all of them from there. So I'm not going to bring up any more of those, since you can just do that. Uh, Shock from Attack on Titan Season 4. Um, the original is really good. I also suggest the uh, Golden Boy, I believe. I think it's Golden Boy's cover, uh, English cover, was one that I really enjoyed. Um, uh, Two Door Cinema Club Undercover... Undercover Martin? 
yeah, Two Door Cinema Club, Undercover Martin, uh, is a really fun kind of song that a lot of people use in memes. Um, uh, that I just really enjoy. Uh, Attack on Titan Ashes on the Fire. Dif any variation of that, just look up at Attack on Titan Ashes on the Fire, maybe Remix as well. And uh, just, just a bunch of different versions of those. Samuel Kim is a good uh, Attack on Titan song remixer. Um, so a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff on there. He's got a whole, there's a, like a whole Samuel Kim Spotify playlist of just his Attack on Titan remixes. Um, so I won't be doing any more Attack on Titan, you know, suggestions unless it's a different song. Uh, you Say Run, always, always fun. There's a ton of different versions. Um, that's just another one I would just look up, like, You Say Run, and then You Say Run remixes, and just, uh, check out what they've got to offer. Uh, Demon Slayer's opening Gringe, so opening one, is another, uh, solid, um, track to listen to. Ah, crap, I've already lost count of, like, where I'm at, so that's one, two, three, um... Four, five, alright, so we're at five, um, and then Devil May Cry, just, uh, Devil May Cry three, four, and five, I'm not gonna count those as, I'm just gonna count it all as one, but, uh, just, like, Devil May Cry, uh, one through five, or, uh, one, or, uh, three, four, and five, um, character themes, just, uh, like, um, What's it called, man? The on main character's theme. Devils Never Cry. Dante's theme uh, from Devil May Cry 3. Shall Never Surrender from Devil May Cry 4. Um, Crimson Cloud. Devil Trigger. And... Um, Dante's theme from Devil May Cry 5 since... It's kind of the, the least of those three. Um, I can't even remember. Gosh, I can't even remember. Uh... I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just going to mess myself up trying to remember it. And then, of course, Bury the Light is a really good track. Um, so that's six. Subhuman, that's what it's called. Dante's name is Subhuman. Uh, which is, as I said, a really, just another good one. Um, gosh, just look up Persona 5 soundtrack <laughs> on, like, YouTube or something and just listen to those. There's a lot of really good ones there. Um, I know I was, I said I was going to be specific, but I, re I just have so many, like, tracks from... Like Attack on Titan right at the beginning, and then all of the Devil May Cry tracks like in a row, and then all the ones that I said, and then um, a couple of Persona Five tracks just together, and it's like you know just count it all as one. Just look up all of that, and then I'll just try to remember not to mention it again, unless as I said, it's another track that I think is worth listening to. Um, Kingdom Hearts. This is a look up Project Destati. Um, they have three, they have, um, 
Project Astarte. Astarte. Project Astarte. Um, I can't remember what the first album is called. The second album is Light, and the third album is Darkness. All three albums. Uh, I think the first album is like five songs, and then the second's like a, a good number of songs, and the third's like another good number of songs. Um, and they're just like really good orchestral covers of Kingdom Hearts themes that that have their own vibe but keep like the original vibe as well um so project Estati is just a good way and then from there you can like find the originals of some of the songs if you want to hear the originals um so that would be eight just that uh sanctuary specifically um the dusk cover is the one i have but you could also just listen to the original sanctuary from kingdom hearts too um, that's another one I would suggest for number nine, or, or actually let's just put all the Kingdom Hearts openings in general, uh, Sanctuary Dusk cover is really good, I like, um, there's a bunch of different versions of the first, uh, Kingdom Hearts opening, uh, Simple and Clean that you could check out, and then Face My Fears is also, uh, really good. Uh, and there's a few different... Caleb Hiles, I think, has my favorite one, since he brings in a little bit of uh, Simple and Clean, and um, the other one that I said, uh, Sanctuary, which Sanctuary is my favorite of the, the bunch. Um, and, and then I guess uh, the, the other ones had outro songs, but you could also do uh, Don't Think Twice as the outro song for the third game if you wanted to add that to um, uh, your list of things to look up, which I won't count, but, it, it, you know, I am on number 9. And I think for number 10, we will do one more Kingdom Hearts, but not a Kingdom Hearts track. It is a Kingdom Hearts kind of fan song made by Nate Wants to Battle, and I'm not a huge fan of Nate Wants to Battle. No, no personal gig against him. I just don't really like his covers, and most of the time his covers are like the TV-sized versions. And I prefer the full versions when I'm looking for covers. So I kind of skip past Nate Wants to Battle. But uh, I do like his Hold On to You. Uh, it's That's what the song is called, Hold On to You. It's his kind of Kingdom Hearts tribute for uh, 358 over two days, I believe. So, um, yeah, Nate, that, that, that's, that's the last one in terms of recommendations for uh, this episode. Next episode, I will recommend you another 10 tracks from my cool playlist. Uh, well, I recommend you do far more than 10 tracks, but I gave you 10 recommendations in general of things to look up. So feel free to look those up. If you guys have any recommendations for me music-wise, game-wise, TV show-wise, whatever it may be, just let me know. I'll do my best to watch or play or listen to whatever you have in the recommendations i can talk about it uh in the next episode as i said before you can go to my youtube channel meds guy uh that's all caps meds space g-u-y in all caps um and like the first video on the channel will be uh or, or the most recent video i'll have a playlist called like the podcast playlist and in that, you'll find that video, and you can leave comments below for this podcast in the event that Spotify doesn't have comments. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed 
this. I hope you guys return for an episode two. I know this one went really, really long. But, as I said, I just like to talk about stuff. And I wanted, I just want a chill place where I can talk about stuff that I like. So, um, next time I have ideas for things that I want to do. I'm not positive on what I'm going to end up choosing. Which is why I would like you guys to give me some suggestions. Uh, and then if I like one of your suggestions more, I can use one of your suggestions. And if I don't, then I'll, uh, I'll you know, do whatever my own suggestion is. But um, the more you guys suggest, the more you guys get what you want. Uh, the Patreon link or the uh, charity link itself, you guys can put what you would rather see as well in the comments below. In that in that YouTube video, let me know. Would you rather just have a ch just a link straight to the page and you could just donate yourself, or would you rather have the Patreon link and and get something out of it yourselves? Um, such as a uh, like full on anime or movie or whatever reactions uh, with like face cam and like the show unedited on top of it or you know whatever whatever you guys want uh, within whatever we're talking about in the podcast w within whatever I've talked about today recommend me some art whether it be fan art of, you know, all the stuff that we've been talking about today, or, you know, just like, like Van Gogh, or, um, God, I hope Van Gogh is an artist, I can't, yeah, he did Starry Night, I believe, um, I hope, please call me out if I'm wrong, but, um, you know, if you got any art like that, I also enjoy theater a little bit. I don't know how much I'll talk about theater, but if you guys have any plays that you're interested in, uh, you, you feel free to leave them below. I'm a big fan of the Great Gatsby movie. That, that has nothing to do, well, it may have something to do with theater, but, uh, you know, the Great Gatsby itself. But I, I really like the Great Gatsby, so I might be willing to talk about that if you want to hear about that. Gosh, if you listen to the whole two hours of this podcast... You're amazing if you did. I, I I don't know if I could. I'd probably have to pause it a few times. I don't know if I'd do it in one sitting unless I was, like, doing something else. Which makes sense, but then, uh, you know, sometimes I miss out on stuff when I'm, like, watching a YouTube video and playing a game at the same time. Who knows? Uh, you guys just do you. Um... Make sure you toss some comments in the, the thing, in the comment section of that YouTube video. And, uh, you know, come back for part two, whatever I choose to do with that. That would be great. Uh, see you soon.